Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Green Witch Podcast. I am your host, Ash Meadows, and today we are going to be talking about ritual tools and how to obtain them sustainably. Through books and teachers, I have always been taught that your ritual tools were carefully curated and came at the appropriate time in your practice. But how can we do this more sustainably? Before we dive into that, let's first review some of the recommended tools for ritual. I say recommended because you don't need all the bells and whistles to cast a successful spell. All you need is yourself and a quiet place to perform your magic. The tool that I find the most useful is a book of shadows or grimoire. This is where you will store any magical knowledge as you go along on your path. This is a great place to take notes on any book you read or classes you take, keeping a record of spells you cast and how they are working out for you. You can write down your dreams or journal on your divination practice. It can look as fancy or as simple as you want. The important thing to remember is this is your book of shadows. Unless you feel the need to share your notes with others, this is for your eyes only. There is no right or wrong way to build a book of shadows. Before we move on, I want to pause to say that the following tools I review are not essential to having a magical practice. The most important part of the craft is that you practice, that you connect with your deities, if that resonates with you, and the earth. The more you practice, you start to build a routine and a connection. Let's talk about tools that would live on your altar, if you choose to have one. Sensors or incense burners are used to safely ignite incense, whether they be in the form of resins or dried herbs to sticks and cones. Incense connects us with the element of air. You can use anything from a vessel half filled with sand or salt to a holder that you can purchase. Depending on where I'm practicing, my go-to are sticks and cones. I love blending my own incense to burn, but find that when I am practicing indoors, it can get quite smoky, and even with proper ventilation, it can set off the fire alarm. As long as you can burn incense safely, use whatever you feel comfortable with. A cauldron or fire pot has a variety of uses. This can be your vessel that you burn incense in. If you have a spell where you have to ignite a piece of paper, have your cauldron handy for safe burning. Are you looking for a divination tool? You can fill your cauldron with water and gaze into the inky depths. Cauldrons are linked with the element of water. They can be hard to come by. I found mine after poking around an antique store I just happened to be wandering into. It needed a little TLC, but nothing a little paint couldn't fix. Pentacles represent the element of earth. It is a great way to bring the outside in when practicing indoors. My favorite pentacle that lives on my altar is a flat river stone that I found and painted a pentacle on. In a pinch, I have made a pentacle out of salt and even traced one in the ground. If you choose to bring something from nature, be sure to thank the spirits of the land for it and leave something in a form of offering. In ritual, it is common to practice some sort of ritual meal. Many know it as cakes and ale or cakes and wine, but any food or beverage combination will do just fine. This does require some sort of vessel to hold your offering. These vessels can be made from any material. Typically, the liquid vessel is chalice-shaped. I may sound like a broken record at this point, but do not feel like you cannot practice because you don't have a fancy chalice to offer your libations. For years, I used a regular drinking glass that I designated for ritual use only. It does not matter what the tools you choose to use look like. 
the important part is to build the routine. Let's talk about ritual blades. Athames and bullings are blades that can be used during rituals. Athames are used to direct energy and is linked with the element of fire. It is usually a dull, double-edged blade with a dark handle. Bullings are the functional blades, typically a curved blade with a sharp edge and white handle. They are used for cutting herbs, inscribing symbols on candles, and other tools. Ritual blades can be difficult to come by when poking around antique stores or flea markets. When selecting any ritual tools, be sure that it is something that will work for you. Just because you see something that looks nice, you may not connect with it while in practice. My advice for selecting tools is to get acquainted with it. If you are unsure, wait 30 days before committing to your purchase. This gives you time to think about your purchase and if needed, gather the funds to make said purchase. If after 30 days, the item is still available and you feel a strong connection to it, go for it. Some other tools that practitioners enjoy using are wands, brooms, and bells. Wands can be used to direct energy and their design can be as simple or as ornate as you wish. Typically wands are the length from your elbow to the tip of your middle finger, but this is not a rule. I have used a piece of birch branch that called to me and just left it natural. Please avoid taking branches from living trees. If you do decide to gather a wand from nature, remember to ask the spirits of the land for permission and leave something in the form of an offering. Brooms are traditionally used for ritual cleaning. You can sweep your ritual area clean prior to use. It is not necessary for the bristles to actually touch the ground. It is more used for an energy cleansing. Brooms can be also used in a form of protection. A broom across the threshold of your home can protect from negative energies sent your way. Want pleasant dreams? Place a small broom under your pillow. Bells are lovely invocation tools. It can be used to ward off evil spells or spirits and can be protective when left in cupboards or on doors. Keep in mind if you work with the Fae, they may have a like-dislike relationship with bells. As you curate your magical tools, consider where they came from. Antique shops, thrift stores, and flea markets are wonderful places to find ritual tools. Not only can you find some really unique pieces, you are also giving life to an item that would otherwise be discarded. If you choose to purchase a new item, if you can, support a local business. By doing so, you are supporting your local community and artisans, which is a wonderful way to give back to the earth. That concludes our episode on ritual tools. Stay tuned for the next episode where I plan to have a special guest. I want to thank you for joining me and be sure to follow me on Instagram at the Green Witch Podcast. I am also on TikTok, same handle, the Green Witch Podcast. And you can always email me, thegreenwitchpodcast at gmail.com. Blessed be.